Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Anthony Lee is a licensed realtor in Pennsylvania under the Good Neighbor Real Estate Group. Um, Anthony has served has several years of experience in helping first-time home buyers achieve the American dream of home ownership. He's a Philadelphia native and a graduate of West Catholic High School and Newman University. Uh, Anthony, today you want to discuss the importance of people researching the neighborhood or the house they are going to move into. He will talk about how vital it is for people to look for jo- at job opportunities, transportation, crime rates, and property taxes in the neighborhood before moving into a home. Good morning, my brother. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. You know, uh, anecdotally, uh, when I was looking for a house in Abington, I, I love Sheltonham, right? I wanted to, you know, had a whole lot of conversation with the folks in Sheltonham. I looked at the property taxes and said, black Jesus, <laughs> the, the, the same house in Abington where the property taxes were $3,500, it was nine, dollars $12,000 a year in Sheltonham. That's mm-hmm. anecdotally for you so that, so that as we begin this conversation, people begin to understand that part of it, right? Um, I'm now living in the city because, uh, you know, I married the nerd. <laughs> and I began to understand the neighborhoods in the city of Philadelphia. Let's talk about why it is important to research the neighborhoods, uh, research the schools, all of that before you move. So so definitely good morning and thank you for having me again today. Um, so when it comes to research in the neighborhoods, like I'll just touch on the tax part. So mm-hmm. the barrier of entry, right? It's a little different when we talk about Price point. So, like you said, same two hundred and fifty thousand dollar house mm-hmm. with taxes of I'm gonna just say a thousand dollars, but mm-hmm. the schools aren't as good. The 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 cops, the support from the police department, they might not come for ten minutes. Versus when you oh, got yeah. taxes for twelve thousand, you oh, know they yeah. come a minute and thirty seconds. <laughs> um, you know the first responders is really the first responders. Um, and in addition to that, you know there's certain I'll just say community laws that you have to go by when the taxes are a certain price point. Your grass has to be cut or else there's a violation. You, you can't put the trash out in trash bags. You need, mm-hmm. you know, trash cans and they give you a violation for parking on the street Come on, on days. Um, but again, being able to afford those price points, the difference is now or just in general, where I don't think people understand the, the game and how this economy really works with I'll just say redlining and some of the other things that were put in place. When you buy in those neighborhoods, you're not just buying a house, you're buying generational wealth. So that same house for 250 in, I'm gonna just say Shellingham in a five-year timeline has a better chance of being worth a million dollars than that house, I'm gonna just say in Logan for 250, and it might only be worth 350 in a five-year span. Well, so, tell the people. <laughs> And so, so for those people who are like, well, you know, the property taxes, what, ca- what can they do to alleviate the pain of property taxes? Because, uh, when we had our, cause we don't have a mortgage now, but when we had a, a, a mortgage years ago, it was incorporated into the payment, uh, the mortgage payments, right? So the property taxes came out, uh, and it went straight to the, ta- the, ta- the township at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what else can people do? Cause they, because how can they get the kind of mortgage that will allow all of that to happen, right? So they don't have to worry about paying their property taxes at a certain point. So that's a great question. And what I would say is don't buy the best house in the, in those, na- in the neighborhoods that you really desire. Don't get the best house, the house with the brand new kitchen. You're paying for that over 30 years. It's probably cheaper if you do it on your own after you buy the house. So what that means is I want you to buy the ugliest house or not as decent house in a good neighborhood so that now you're not just living the status quo because you have a house. You're really setting your family up for opportunity later on. And the differences between when you go to buy that house and even being able to afford it, what a lot of people do, not a lot, but I'll say what I'm learning, people in certain communities, grandma bought that house 40 years ago. She'll refinance it. So the grandkids can pay cash to buy in that neighborhood as well. And then those kids, when they buy it, their kids' kids will do the same thing. So the money stays in the family for generations. But again, they had to have a property to be able to leverage so that the next family and everybody else just keep coming along and they piggyback. Right. You are just such a plethora of good information. That was something I didn't even realize uh, that 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 families were doing. So grandmom refinances her house. So take the money, give it to someone else in the family to buy more property in the neighborhood. Black people, listen, because we're talking about how we're being pushed out of communities, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I am loving this conversation as it applies to the schools. Well, you know, what do people need to look for as they're looking into neighborhoods? So I'm not, I'm, I'll just say when it comes to school, I'm, I'm not a, I'm a new dad, I'll just say. So I'm also learning the process of schools and all of that stuff, but it's really preference. So like I even had a situation with my son, I have two boys and they learn different. So my one son was going to private school and you know, we like, yo, private school is the way I went to private school. One side fits all, but that's not the thing for my youngest son. We switched him to monastery school and now he's flourishing straight A's because they have different learning opportunity and different skills. So I think when it comes to the schools, again, the higher the taxes, the more support and resources that you have in the school versus, you know, oh, I demand my school to do this and this and this. But if they don't have the funding for it, which most inner city communities don't have the funding and resources for it, you're now subject to the resources that they give you versus what you can afford on your own or what's in the budget allocated for you for versus what you pay. Mm -hmm. And again, when you talk about if I buy in a certain neighborhood and community, you're now not having to do it on your own because you bought into those resources. I, I love that you said that. Uh, my cousin had her, her autistic son in the Philadelphia School District. And after going to one too many meetings where the people needed me to burn the building down, I said to her, it's probably best for you to buy a home in Abington. I am on the school board there. I know the system very well. She bought a small house in Abington, got all the supports. I mean, he he actually went to Temple and graduated mm. right? uh, from, right? So all the things. So you're absolutely right. And then she took the equity out of that house and then bought a house double the size, still in the same community because she understood. Ah, I, I, I just need people to hear what I'm saying. So we we have to learn how to crawl before we can walk, walk before we can run. And sometimes we, uh, as black people, and yes, I'm saying that white people close your ears, as black people, we can be, we're emotional buyers. 
right? We see somebody have the yacht with the 4.5 million square feet. And I want that too, because I want to be able to, instead of saying, let me just buy the smaller house, figure out how I'm going to navigate through this, because I want to get my children to go through a school that would help. Abington, you, you call, you go in, they have all the things in public school that sometimes you don't get in private school, right? And um, when my children left Abington, they were there from kindergarten to 12th grade. When they left Abington and went to college, college did not get hard for them until their third year. So it really depends on, you know, what you want to do and how you decide to do it and how you're going to advocate. Because no matter where you live, trust me when I tell you, no matter where you live, you have to stand in the gap for your children. Just yesterday, uh, uh, while I'm fussing about what's going on with my husband in the hospital, a friend of mine called me. Um, she has a friend who was a doctor whose son was going into an IEP yesterday morning. And they had 15 people around the table, and it was just her. She's a medical doctor. She said, I, I don't know what to do. So I picked up the phone, and I called her, and I said, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. She texted me last night. She said, I hope your husband's doing well. But girl... That IEP went. So you also have to have advocacy, right? Doesn't matter how much money you have. Doesn't matter where you live. You just literally have to continue to have advocacy um, within the schools. What else do we need to know, um, Anthony, uh, as you're talking about neighborhoods? So uh, so I'll just back up, too. So we're not saying, hey, you got to go buy on the main line because I also want our people to live in the neighborhoods that we're comfortable in, right? So the, the the main thing with all of this, like you said, is really just take a step back and think about what your long term is, your long term goal is and what it is you're going to do now to get right. there. And just remember, you don't have to do it from day one. Yeah. Now we live in a time where you you may move two or three times before you find that forever house. Yes. So, so it is OK to again, like you just said crawl before you walk. So, hey, if I got to start out with this three bedroom, one bath house, even though I want one and a half with a finished basement, get on the board because Monopoly is a real thing in real life. And once you're on the board, you can make those adjustments. Um, Yeah. And that, and that, that's really the, the, the thing. Um, But again, even if you buy these houses, I'll throw a, a curveball in, you buy that house in that neighborhood you're comfortable in, don't sell it. Because now that property will be a, an investment property and it'll help pay for the mortgage when you move elsewhere. Absolutely. So, again, Absolutely. it's a springboard. It's one property, leverage that for the second property, let the first property pay for the first property and part of the mm-hmm. second property. Mm-hmm. It's it's the game that you just keeps giving. Mm-hmm. I agree, Anthony. Um, I, I, so much. I, I just agree on so many levels. So. Uh, when my oldest son bought his first house in Texas, it was a fixer-upper. Remember me telling you that? Yeah. Fixer-upper. Yeah. He, it was, he paid less than $200,000, but when he walked out of that house five years later, it was worth $500,000 because he was in Austin. So all that stuff. He took the equity from that. He said, I didn't want to have to come back and figure out how to deal with the real estate for that. Put it in the house where he is now. And the house where he is now will be his rental property for his forever home. So you are mm. absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely correct. But we have to learn how to walk, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and, and ask the questions. And you, what are you, 32, 31, something like that, two houses in. So there's a lack of expectation for us as a people. I am so grateful to have you on the air monthly to remind us what is possible for us, right? Yeah. Uh, is there anything, any last things you want to say to them before you and tell the people how they can find you, please? 
So again, uh, A-Leave Real Estate on social media. We're So again, I'm down at Front and Gerard. Um, I appreciate the listeners because some of you guys actually call me or come to the office and mm-hmm. take consultations. Um, so again, I want to say we're at Front and Gerard, Realty One Group Focus Philly. We're going to be having actually home buyer events and estate planning events coming up this month down at the office. So make sure, again, you follow me on social media. So we're going to have an attorney help you guys learn about estates, um, how to set up your your probate, whatever you need in the event that somebody potentially passes away or has passed away. Because that's also how we're losing these houses, because nobody has a will, nobody has a trust. Um, so we want to help you guys put these things in place before, you know, you have that issue. Yeah. Um, and then I'll outside, go, biggest go thing before credit, credit, credit. I'm going to say it again. Credit, credit, credit. I don't care what you did last year. We're not going to hold that against you. Everybody had a rough year last year. The big dogs had a rough year. The small dogs had a rough year. But please take the time out to use quarter one, January, February, March, and work on your credit. Work on your credit because it's going to be opportunity this year. I'm going to say sometime in the spring, summertime, mm-hmm. rates are starting to drop. Prices, I'm not necessarily saying are dropping, but as money gets cheaper, you're going to be able to afford to get the house that you want, or you're going to be able to afford to make those investment moves that you keep telling yourself that you were going to do. What's your phone number to your office? Because they're going to call and ask. <laughs> uh, 267-475-1018. Again, 267-475-1018. Open Monday and Saturday. Um, again, Realty One Group Focus Philly down at Front and Gerard. Reach out to me also on social media. A. Lee Real Estate. And real quick, I got to shout my mom out. She uh, tuned in on the way to work today. So good morning, mom. I appreciate And my wife. Oh, that's awesome. They're proud of you. I'm proud of you. I keep telling you, tell your mom I'm so proud of you. I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> so good morning, mama. <laughs> Have a good one, my brother. Take it easy, okay? And thank you. We'll see you next month for the next thing that we're going to talk about, okay? For sure. Have a good one. Thank you again. And I hope your husband feels better. Oh, you were listening, huh? <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye, honey. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 